guys and welcome to another episode of Life After Life with me Sandy Byrne. So in this episode I want to chat to you a little bit about the soul group and your soul plan and you've probably heard me mention these terms a lot and you know I just assume that everybody knows what I'm talking about so you have to tell me sometimes if you haven't a clue what I'm talking about. So Firstly, before I start, I just want to point out that, you know, this subject matter has a heavy basis on the belief in reincarnation or the idea of reincarnation, if you like. Okay, so I know that some people don't believe in reincarnation. So I want to give you this shout out early so that you can switch off if you wish to do so. Okay, Uh, you don't have to believe in reincarnation, okay, to believe in the spirit world. But when we talk about your soul group and your soul plan, there is a huge belief in reincarnation in this. Okay. Also, I want to point out that, you know, in a previous episode, you know, specifically episode 123, in that episode, I explained the difference between the soul and the spirit. Okay. And that information in that episode, you know, it's also very relevant to the topic of this podcast, you know, because it's going to help you understand reincarnation a little better, you know, if you know both. Okay, so this episode, firstly, let's talk about the soul group, okay? And, you know, talking about this and explaining this, this might put a lot of your minds at ease, okay? Um, It might help you to see that you're you know, that your loved ones are there, that they'll still be there to meet you, you know, when your time comes to return to the spirit world. Okay, because I know a lot of people worry, are they going to be there? Are they going to be reincarnated before I get back there? No. Okay, so let me explain about the soul group first. Okay, so a soul group is, you know, your tribe, for want of a better word. They are the souls that you spend your entire lifetime with, your eternity. Okay, your lifetime and all of your reincarnations, you will spend with the same group of people, the same group of souls, the same group of spirits, whatever you want to call it, okay? So the people that you're spending this lifetime with, they're also the same ones that you will reunite with when you return to the spirit world. You know, they're also the ones that you will spend each of your lifetimes with if you choose to be reincarnated back to earth again in the future. Okay. Now, you will spend your earth lifetimes, as I said, with the same spirits. And this is where it gets a little complicated. Okay. Because the spirit is the part of the soul that we send down to earth, you know, when we're being reincarnated. The soul itself remains in the spirit world. Okay. So as I said already, I have explained this topic more in detail in episode 123 and I will put a link in the description box attached below um, if you want to have a listen to that episode, if you haven't already. So getting back to this podcast, okay, you will spend each of your lifetimes with the same spirits, but not necessarily like they won't be in the same roles, okay? So, for example, someone who is your brother in this lifetime 
could be your grandmother in another lifetime. Okay, someone who is your mother in this lifetime could be your nephew in another lifetime and so on and so forth. Okay, they are the same spirits from the same souls, but they take on different roles in each lifetime, just as you will. Okay, it's all part of our experience and, you know, that every lifetime we experience more so that we develop more. So we have to take on different roles you know, in every lifetime to see things from different aspects. Okay. And, you know, we're connected to these people on a soul level and they support us just as much as we support them. You know, and this comes across in our numerology, if you really go deep into it, you know, because, you know, I do numerology. Okay. And years ago when I was learning, you know, part of learning everything is practicing it on your own, you know, friends and family. And I did numerology for my sons and for my husband. Okay. And it turns out that my husband in this lifetime is here to be a guardian and a protector for my youngest son. Okay, so when I did the numerology of my youngest son, it came up with, you know, some particular uh, challenges um, in his life that he will face in his lifetime. And this was mirrored in my husband's numerology, but from the perspective of him having to support somebody through this i.e my son okay so in his soul soul plan which we'll talk about in a minute he agreed to take on this task okay but just by seeing this in their numerology they came up in both of their numerologies this just reaffirmed to me the soul connection that they have Okay, that, you know, when my son um, decided or the spirit that is my son in this lifetime decided that he wanted to come back to Earth through reincarnation as a member of his soul group, my husband decided that he would also come back with him, you know, to support him through what he'll go through in this lifetime. Okay, so these souls are your soul group or your soul family, as some people call them. Okay. And as I said, if you have been worried before that your loved ones might not be there when you return to spirit, that maybe they've been reincarnated or moved to a different level or whatever, you know, before you get there, don't worry. Okay, their soul never leaves the spirit world, only their spirit. So they will always be there to greet you. Okay, so again, you'll understand this better if you listen to episode 123. Okay, so knowing what your soul group is, Let's talk about your soul plan, okay? So I'm going to start this by saying that none of us are perfect, okay, except me, obviously, I'm joking, okay? But, you know, there are things that all of us could be doing better in this lifetime, okay? We're not supposed to be perfect beings. So bearing this in mind, when we return to spirit and do our life review, there will absolutely undoubtedly be things that we wish that we would have done better or could have done better or could have done differently while we were here. And sometimes these are only things that we see clearly when we return to spirit, okay? I've talked in the past, you know, about how we see things differently through different lenses and everything, okay? So I do discuss this more in episode 27, which is called Why Do Spirits Watch Over Us? 
Okay, and I am sorry to keep referring back to previous episodes, but you know, each topic we discuss builds on previous topics. You know, it's like a jigsaw puzzle, putting it all together. And when we put it all together, it gives us a full picture of the spirit world and the workings of the spirit world and all that, okay? So if I'm referring back to previous episodes, I do apologize, but each one builds on the last one. But I will put a link to each of the episodes that I've mentioned here in this episode in the description box below, okay? Anyway, as I was saying, uh, we will all identify things that we could have done better and that we'd like to change about our earthly experience. So at some point, there will come a time you know, when we're in the spirit world, there will come a time where we have to make a decision. Do we stay in the spirit world and relearn that lesson over there or atone for anything that we've done wrong over there? Or do we make a decision to be reincarnated so we can return to earth to develop more as spiritual beings? Okay. Now, if you choose to return to Earth, as you know, let's face it, all of us have already done because we're here again. Okay. So if you do choose to return to Earth through reincarnation, then you will need to plan for it. Okay. So once your decision is made, then you will sit down with your soul group, as well as your spirit guides and your guardian angels, and you will all discuss what lessons that you need to relearn or what you need to experience during your next lifetime on earth so that you develop more as a spiritual being, okay? And what you plan for at this meeting becomes your soul plan, okay? It's what you have agreed to experience in this lifetime. So it's what your soul needs to experience in order to develop more spiritually. Now, if you've already had a psychic reading with me, I will have given you a numerology forecast, okay? But I will also have given you what Pythagoras called a life path number, okay? Now, I say Pythagoras because I use the original Pythagorean numerology, okay? It's the original form of numerology which has been used for more than 2,000 years, okay? So when I do someone's chart, um, Pythagoras has called it a life path number. Now, it doesn't matter whether you call it a life path number, a soul plan number, an anchor number, or even a lucky number, okay? Everybody has a soul plan number. And that number gives us a summary of the opportunities, the challenges, and the lessons that we will encounter in this lifetime that we're currently in, okay? Now... <laughs> if I haven't confused you enough, <laughs> I want to point out that just in case any of you are sitting there thinking, you know, that you must be bad if you've been sent back to this earth, you know, that is definitely not the case. We only return to earth so that we can grow spiritually, okay? Because, you know, it's everybody's hope that one day that we will, you know, be such elevated spiritual beings you know, that we will become spirit guides for others who need our help, okay? But like anything, you know, you can only help someone with the things that you have experienced. So in order to elevate yourself spiritually to a position where you can help others effectively, then you need to experience all sides of each situation, okay? So for example, if you are someone who and I say, God forbid, but if you are someone who gets murdered in this lifetime, 
there will be another lifetime where you are the person who does the murdering. Okay. And there would be another lifetime where you are a family member of the person who was murdered. And yet even another lifetime where you would be a family member of the person who did the murdering. Okay. So you, you know, it will take four full lifetimes for you to experience every aspect of this situation and to understand, you know, every aspect or every angle in detail. Okay. Now it won't be the only lesson or experience that you have in that lifetime. There will be several, you know, but I'd imagine it would be a pretty big one to experience. And, you know, a touch would say in that. Now, again, you might think that a baby that gets miscarried doesn't have, or stillborn, God forbid, you know, that it doesn't um, have enough of a lifetime to make any kind of difference or learn any kind of lesson. But again, that's not true. Because even a baby in the womb can make a huge difference to their parents, to their siblings, and to the wider family, you know, in general. Even if it is just by the grief that's felt after the loss. Okay. And you know, I don't know if this saying is just an Irish saying or if it's used around the world in other countries, you know. But here we always say only the good die young. You know, and this isn't a saying that we just licked off the ground. There's always a meaning to sayings that were used by older generations. So in this instance, when we talk about only the good dying young, this saying comes from the fact that if we spend a long life here on earth, you know, that was believed to be because we needed to learn or experience more, or indeed maybe we needed to atone for things that we did wrong in a past life. So we were considered maybe not so good as spiritual beings. If, however, someone died as a young person, it was deemed that they had less to learn or less to atone for in this lifetime. And therefore, they didn't need to stay here as long as others. So these people who died young were considered to be more experienced or more elevated spirits and therefore, in inverted commas, good, okay? Um, you know, and in, in talking about this, I think, you know, it's a it's a dead cert that I'll reach my 100th birthday because I don't think that I'm a good uh, spirit necessarily. But, you know, and it's not even to say that people who live to 116, that they're not good people. OK, just that they made the decision that they would experience, you know, more in this lifetime. So therefore, they had to stay longer. OK, so. Um, I suppose the length of time on earth isn't an indicator of how good or bad you are, but it was just the old saying that they did view the ones who would leave this earth earlier as being, you know, gooder, if you like, for want of a better term. Okay, I think I've confused you enough. Okay, so in summary, your soul group are the people that you spend eternity with, both in the spirit world and in each of your same your lifetimes or your stays here on earth. OK, your soul plan, are, you know, that's the list of challenges and lessons that you agreed to take on before you returned to earth through reincarnation. OK, so I hope that's a little clearer for you now that you'll understand maybe a little bit more when I mention the soul plan or the soul group in the future, that you'll understand it a bit better.
So thank you for listening. And for now, I will say goodbye. But I will see you in the next episode of Life After Life. So until then, take care and stay safe. Discussing everything about the after-